What's kicking chickens? Welcome back to Can We Fix It? I'm your host, Maura Walsh, joined as always by my lovely and talented co-host, Jen the Vulpinator Douglas. How you doing, my friend? I'm great. How are you? Well, I think judging by the giggles that are preceding this episode, y'all can already tell that it's going to be a shit show. Uh, Apologies for this being a day, week, late, and a dollar short. But when um, my laptop overheard us discussing that this was going to be an episode entirely about uh, the Republicans at the State House, um, it tried to kill itself. It did. Quite literally. It just, it refused to turn on or log on to any kind of internet. It was just like, no, I'm not doing it. It utterly um, refused. It says, nope. So we, we had to run a little tech support and get a few things uh, together, but we do have our shit together and are finally officially ready to bring to you reverse psychology of Republicans. Um, one of our ongoing conversations uh, that we have about the Republicans is that like toddlers, if it's too quiet, you got to be real worried about what the fuck they're doing over there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and from putting in just like deeply offensive and regressive uh, legislation to uttering just some of the dumbest shit ever uttered uh we yeah. just we have so we have much to cover tweets. i know we have so much to cover in the world of of republicans uh up at the state house so let's get started with by far my favorite experience in the last couple weeks um i am not on twitter when i'm at work i'm not on twitter ever if i'm being honest uh so i don't always catch the chaos that happens there um we have our can we fix it uh twitter account that we use uh for the pod and uh jen you've got a personal one i do but i'm also not on during the day anymore i just don't i don't have time during work like you right and so we're just like i'm on evenings now but i'm playing catch up exactly exactly it's like all during the day so i'm at work and i get one text message two text messages, <laughs> four text messages, all just being like, yo, what is your boy Blake doing right now? What, uh, what's going on over here? And yeah. I like fully unaware. And I'm like, I, I don't know, man, I'm at work. I'm kind of doing my, I believe yeah. one of the responses I gave was I am not my Republicans keeper. Um, but after like the fourth one, I sent Blake a message that was just like, uh, Hey, buddy, um, what did you do? Because I just received multiple messages telling me that, like, I need to I need to not be your friend anymore. Like, I can't ever. So, like, what did you like? Give me a little background here. And Blake is like, I I just said now already. Already. I know. Okay, yeah. Take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. I just said that Nazis and communists were bad. That's all I said. <laughs> the mom warning bells were going off. Yeah. Right? Like the mom where, where I was just like, I don't know about all that. Yeah. Um, it's like when your toddler says, I was just trying to. And X, then y, says Z. something and like, mm. Yeah, the just trying yeah. is doing the heavy lifting in this sentence. Yes. So before we get into the actual tweet, let's get into the background a little bit. Uh, Red Ink Bookstore, right, yes. had a uh, an in-person reading of Karl Marx's uh, uh, Communist Manifesto. Correct. Um, which, you know, we were all in our 20s once. 
<laughs> Sorry, that's so reading, dismissive. That's so dismissive. But like, also, like, yeah, I remember when I first got into like adult reading. Like, yeah, obviously, the first thing you do to rebel against your society is read Karl Marx. Is there anybody like whatever? Anyway, and I, and I think it was a day too. It was it was like a a red red books day. I think it was actually a day to read red literature. Yes, perfect. So, um. So, like, all well and good, do your thing, until, like, actual, actual literal Nazis, right. Nazis show up. up, which, like, I keep forgetting that we just have literal Nazis yeah. on demand now. Yeah, you know, whenever, things. whenever the Nazis hear that there's a thing going on, yep. they're just like, all right, friends, grab your flags, grab your tiki torches, let's do this. Let's go do a thing. And, like, Nazis, how, do, how is that? I, yeah, I mean, I what really, and here's the thing. I'm sure that they were like Nazis this whole time, obviously. Oh, but absolutely. Like, this day and age where like, it's socially acceptable to like be a Nazi and like go do Nazi things. is like really fucking jar. Like I remember when we were in high school and there was a kid who was like too obsessed with World War II and they were an outcast. We would be like, bro, like nobody... Nobody wants to, I want to hear about this from you, especially as somebody who's like way too, like that was not a socially acceptable thing. Those are what, you know, we would call like, uh, that should be an inside thought. I don't think you should share those with people or else nobody's ever going to want to, um, be around you anymore. And it's just very, I'm sure, I'm sure our great grandparents who fought in these wars are equally confused. Like, yes, it is quite jarring. They don't get it. It is quite jarring. Yeah. Um, to have just these groups of people who have like swastika flags just like in the trunks of their cars. Right. Ready to go. That's disturbing. For for, like an quote unquote emergency situation. So in response to obviously a, a huge and understandable and appreciated outcry of people being like, hey, we don't support Nazis around here. Right. Again, a thing I did not, a thing I didn't think we were going to have to say as often as we've been having exactly. to say. Exactly. Like we have to pick sides and whether or not Nazis are cool. They're not. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't know that there's a single argument that I'm going to be in. Right. Where I'm going to be on team Nazi. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Not ever going to happen. <laughs> I bet you they have terrible ideas about yeah. adopting pets. Like, I just don't think, like, there's no... Yeah, I just don't care. If there's Nazis over here, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be That's on the it. other side. Right. Yeah. So, um, the point of the matter is, everybody rightfully came out and was like, hey, not uh, not cool, guys. No, no, no Nazis over here, please. Not into Nazis. Um, except, of course, for our Republican <laughs> friends, who can't ever just say the thing. You know, like, I would right. give them so much credit. If, and you know what? You could say the other thing tomorrow. Yeah, say it later. Say it later. But they can never just say the fucking thing that you need them to say. No. Eat no matter how easy it is. You think? The thing could be as easy as Nazis are bad. Right. And the Republicans at the state house will still fuck it up. They always add a clause at the end. <laughs> they just can't help themselves. They cannot fucking help themselves. No. Okay? They go, Nazis are bad, but... But... Can't we all agree that commies are bad, too? Yeah. <sighs> just marinate in that for a minute, okay? Like, 
just marinate in that for a minute. Like these people are so incapable of like, I, just, I, I consistently just want to look at them and be like, not the time, bro. <laughs> not the fucking time. Like you don't have to quantify it. Just be like, yeah, the Nazis that showed up there were really fucking bad. And now this is where the there you Twitter go. thread proceeds to just get dumber and dumber and dumber. So not only is Blake's not able to just say Nazis are bad and not follow it up with a qualifier of some kind, he then proceeds to make the argument, who's killed more? Oh, God. Nazis or commies? Okay, so a couple things. Communism is like an economic thing, like organization. So like technically communism has killed nobody. Authoritarians who run communist economies have. But like, do you see how that's different from like Nazis, which like Jen is just like vigorously rubbing her forehead oh, and her temples. I know. It it does. I know. And then, and because it, it can't possibly, because he has to get dumber. He just has to, right? He then says, all these commies even look alike. And he puts a picture of Fidel Castro up next to a picture of Justin Trudeau. Which, like, okay, if that's what, just if Justin Trudeau is your version of a commie, I do not think that that's what Karl Marx had in mind. I'm having a stroke everywhere. Dakota Pipeline having motherfucker. Like, I don't, I don't think that's what Karl Marx had in mind. But, like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe I read it wrong. The point of the matter is, everybody lost their fucking minds. <laughs> everybody lost their fucking minds. And all of a sudden, this Twitter thread now has, like, 400 comments on it. And I just want to say to you people that you are playing directly into this man's hand. Okay. I am confident that 90% of the inflammatory shit that Blake posts online is just so that everybody else will freak out. I'm pretty oh, sure that absolutely. is his sexual kink, is that he sits at home and just vigorously masturbates at how angry he can make other people. Like, that's my... That's my working theory is that he's just like, yeah, who's worse, Nazis or commies? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the fucking stuff. While people are just like losing their shit in the comments. Like, like he has a sex dungeon, but all he does is reads Twitter in it. All he does that's is it. read Twitter. He and reads just, Twitter in his sex dungeon, but that's it. That's his Nothing very fun in there. It's just a nice, comfortable chair. And a glass of scotch. A nice reading light. And it's and he just and he just scrolls scrolls through Twitter and just vigorously masturbates. That for him has to be what it is because he's a smart guy. And And like there's no way that he believes that communism is genetic. So this is why there's no way he thinks that like two communists get married and have sex and then they make a little communist baby. Like that can't, he can't possibly be under the impression that this is like a genetic characteristic. And so it has to be that he's just at home loving every minute of this while people are like losing their mind in his fucking Twitter comments. I hate this so much. I hate it and love it. I know. I hate it and love I know. it. At the same and here's time. the thing is like that does not make it better, Blake. No. Just it so we're clear. It doesn't make it better that you don't believe it in makes any it, of this no. obnoxious. It makes it worse. Inflammatory shit that you spew. It for sure makes it Our worse. Our spin makes it palatable. 
Are, that yes, is it. Yes. It makes that is me, it. it makes me still hang out with you occasionally. That's, that is all that does for me. It's still repulsive. It's still repulsive and you're still an asshole. Like, can't just fucking, fucking Nazis like attack people reading books, Blake. They were reading books. They weren't punching babies. They weren't kicking adopted cats in the, in like the little kitty parts. They were reading books and Nazis like flat out lost their shit and attacked them. And your response is to be like, uh, there was bad behavior on both sides, you guys. Like get your head out of your asshole. Okay, you it's can't. not just. I mean, it's not just him. It was. It was every Republican, every single one. They all. You got to give it to them. They all have the exact same unifying message. It's why they win. If we're being honest, it's because us Democrats are all about like individuality, and you're each a special little snowflake, and we all have to hear each other's opinions. And they the Republicans all have are dictators. The exact same. Yeah, this is why they know so much about it. They all have the exact. <laughs> Same message. It comes from Republican dictator school. These are the rules that we all follow. These are our talking points. Get in line or get in with the fucking Democrats. Yep. And listen, Done. plenty of Republicans have been like, I can't. And they do. They just become Democrats instead. We yep, have plenty of Republican Democrats. Yeah, unfortunately. And all, they make our caucus our meetings a nightmare. So now your caucus meetings are all smooth with all you running around be like, yeah, masks are a hoax. You're all around real. <laughs> but there's like four of you because that's how many of you you could all get to agree on this ridiculous batshit ass platform of reading books is equally as bad as like swastikas being smashed against your window and people in masks threatening you with like bats and batons good call good call one of one of these things is not like the other not quite so one of the other things that our republican friends are fully losing their shit about on twitter is that <clears throat> twitter has not blocked putin yet gotcha twitter has not blocked putin and brian newberry specifically was very butthurt about this and mm. i want to be clear that it is in I don't think he actually cares if Twitter gets blocked. I think in his perfect world, everybody would have the right to spread as much misinformation as they want on the internet Yeah, based on their First Amendment right to be a piece of shit. Right, exactly. Um, his main complaint was that Twitter blocked Donald Trump, oh. but did not block Putin. Okay, so it's okay to block Putin now that Trump's blocked well why what oh if if trump was such a piece of shit that you had to block him how is putin not not a piece of shit enough gotcha that you have to block him um which i mean i guess i could get behind but like also is that is that the focus right now like <laughs> that seems like yeah. a weird that seems like rearranging the deck furniture on the titanic as it's already hit the iceberg and yeah, it's sinking. Like the last thing that we really need to be worried about right now but you do but you know. i mean isn't that kind of the republican policy is like worry about the last thing that we should be worried about like not for nothing i i i was really frustrated in the thick of coronavirus um when a lot of Republican legislators were arguing, like, we don't know the long-term effects of a mask on children. Oh, I know. And I'm like, yeah, but we, like, do know the long-term effects of debt. Right. And that's, like, super fucking permanent. Yeah. So we don't like that. As a parent, a lot of your day is risk mitigation. Mm -hmm. Children are stupid and could die in a number of ways at all hours at any time with supervision or not. Yeah. 
They're just that's just how little kids are made. Goddamn nightmares. Yeah, they just are. Exactly. They lack all reasoning skills whatsoever. You, they don't know. Oh, how to and keep you remember that alive. period, that toddler period, where they were just like constantly trying to commit suicide. And always, just like, like fingers into light sockets. I wonder what electricity does to a baby. Yeah, like. I mean, the amount of things that, like, I baby-proofed in my apartment, and then the shit that he would find a way to injure himself on, and yeah, I would be like, anyway. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah. How the fuck did you... It's Jeez. bad. It's really bad. So, like, yeah, like, a large part of parenting is risk mitigation and determining, like, you know, the the lesser of two evils. And for me, I maintain that this whole time, mm-hmm. the lesser evil has absolutely easily for my child been wearing a mask and getting vaccinated. Absolutely. And I recognize that that might not feel like the best solution for every child. Um, I suppose that everybody has made those decisions now already. You know, like at this point in the pandemic, like there are people who have decided that they're not vaccinating their children. There are people who have like already not let their kids wear masks for the duration of this thing. So like, what has happened has already happened. And like, you either feel good about your choice or you don't. Yeah. Um, but I can only speak for myself and say that it was like a very easy choice because I'm um, not a doctor. Right. And so like, I had this weird thing where when the doctors told me what to do, I was just like game to listen to the doctors. Cause that is in fact their job. Exactly. And I wasn't trying to add another job onto my list of jobs. Right. And I listened to the majority of the doctors, not the uh, small vocal minority of, you know, doctors. Yeah, well, once who, again, this is this know, is the unifying a- principle of, of the Republicans at the State House yeah. is that, like, they are smarter than anyone and everyone. Can't nobody tell them nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, and I know... Blake, I know it feels like I'm picking on you because I am. Uh, the other thing that we have to establish, and um, let me let me bring the quote up because, honest to God, like I I can't I can't do it justice. They're talking about shoreline access, right? Yeah, so we can give it a little bit of background. We've been there's a shoreline access commission who has been doing a study on shoreline access. It's a, it's a hot topic right now. Because it's a hot topic always because Rhode Island is, is the only weird state that has a constitutional right to the ocean. <laughs> As we should. As we Thank should. Thank you very much. Marco. Anyway, the big, the big fight now is what constitutes access, how much area in front of the ocean should be accessible to every Rhode Islander. And if that access is in front of a home, a private home, how much area in front of that home is that person's that owns the home and how much belongs to the rest of us? So Blake offered um, just the most amazing solution. Um, And I'm not being sarcastic. I really do feel like we should adopt this statewide. Um, The buffer should allow enough room for two couples walking hand in hand to pass each other on the beach. He said by his calculations, that meant roughly nine to 10 feet. My girlfriend and I, we held hands this weekend and we measured how much space that took up while we were walking. And it was just over four and a half feet, Billoughby said. So many things to unpack here. Number one, I love that Blake took his girlfriend on a date and made her hold half a tape measure and just walk along the beach. 
That's the image in my head, and you cannot tell me otherwise. I actually had the same thought was the fact that they brought a tape measure to the beach. Strictly Babe, what are we to doing? measure. Babe, what are we doing for date night? Great idea. We're going to measure how wide we are. First of all, how did you even propose that to a woman? Exactly. What do you want to do for date night? I want to measure how wide. I want to measure how much space you take We're up. We're going to measure our width, honey. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's number one. Number two, this suggests that this formula is specifically based on Blake and right. his girlfriend. Because let's be clear. I'm bigger than a lot of women like size wise exactly my mother is much bigger than me my father is much bigger than her so are we only allotting for two specifically blake sized couples we're going to have to standardize this is it, what's going to happen right right bgus as yes. we're calling them blake girlfriend units exactly okay and the reason we specify that it's blake girlfriend units and not Philippi girlfriend units is because there are multiple Philippies and Paul is an entirely different size from Blake and I imagine his girlfriend is probably a different size we just we need for it to be clear so yes. that is why we're using the term BGUs because it is Blake, Blake girlfriend, girlfriend units. units okay so again that's roughly a BGU is roughly four and a half feet yes um, we're not going to ask how much of that four and a half feet his girl takes up and how much he takes up because we're not assholes who are trying to get him single again exactly. Jesus Christ Right, Blake. Be on your own team here. Um, Ethan Giles brings up a number of very valid points. Um, first of all, he's where I saw it on Twitter, and that has said, rights enshrined in the Rhode Island Constitution shall hinge upon the width of Blake Philippi and his girlfriend. And I'm here for it. Um, Follow-up questions. Should the width of Blake and his girlfriend increase? Do our rights increase commensurately? Which was a question that I had. Like, what if Blake's girlfriend decides to become a bodybuilder? Right. Or, like, what if Blake goes on a juice cleanse? Or Does what if she gets pregnant? Oh, my God. What if she has triplets? triplets? What if she has triplets? Oh, Seriously. my God. But, it, but we're talking about width. We're not talking about depth. Yes, but your hips get wider. That is true. Maybe there's got to be enough room for a BGU plus triplets to walk sideways. BGU plus two. I don't know. <laughs> BGU plus two. <laughs> what? Just what happens? Okay, now, now another follow-up question from Ethan. Should Blake experience a breakup? Are my rights cut roughly in half to purely Blake's own width? It's true. And now my follow-up is, or to his girlfriend's wit. Right. Which do we go with? Is it the B or the G if they break? Or is just the B, does the BGU stand regardless of Blake's marital status? What if Blake gets into a thruple? <laughs> and is he going to expect more shoreline access? Exactly. Does that increase my shoreline access? Should we be encouraging this? Yes, absolutely. I mean, just yes. In general, yes, thruples. Love thruples. Exactly. I'm not necessarily talking about Blake being in a thruple, I'm but just, just thruples yes, in general. I'm, I'm just thruple positive in general. But Couples never... go out there and find your unicorn sponsored by Can We Fix It? Um, but certainly to increase my shoreline access, hell yes. Yeah, I just feel like. I feel like there's good bones here, but like as a lawyer, you should know that we really need to like hammer out the details. I mean, the last this. time this all happened, we started measuring something in Republican. We got a fucking Scaramucci out of it. So I'm really not down with measuring I, things in BGUs. 
I still use Scaramucci. A 10 day, 11, 10 and a half day. I actually, I actually refer to I'm like, not measuring. I don't measure in 10 days. I'm not, I obviously am not using the Scaramucci rate. Cause I, I use it in like, just to specifically define somebody who's like, who does like a skip bit, like a quick, mm. like a quick turnaround. I, it doesn't necessarily have to be 10 days, but like, oh, he, he mooched it. Yeah. It's a mooch. You're right. Like our like our our interim department of health person. Exactly. He mooched it. It he might not have it. been ten days, but it felt like it. It, was a mooch. it may as well have been ten days. Um so yeah, I I I also just want to expand this into like all other laws, right? Because you can't just you have to have um cohesiveness with your laws. True. So I mean, and I have no problem with this if we're willing to go about this, but I think that we also need to be measuring buildings. In BGUs. Sidewalks. Sidewalks. I mean, if you're going to be, have a sidewalk that people walk upon, I guess one sidewalk would have enough for two people to walk on. So, so that's two BGUs. It would be it would be two. Or or well, does the BGU represent the two couples? No. No. Then, no, because then that suggests that Blake and his girlfriend have multiple personalities. A BGU is just two people, really, because it was him and right, his girlfriend right. holding hands. So the idea was that so, the shoreline needed to be two, two BGUs. BGUs. So you could have two couples walking on the shoreline, which I think is actually very... I don't like that. It eliminates families, honestly, because what if you have, what if you have, uh, you know, parents and then their kids? Well, they, then you walk like ducklings, they, just in I a little guess, line. I guess it's going to be like a duck parade. Or we do like Red Rover style. That's true. Someone's going to get clothesline. Everybody in a long chain. Everyone gets clothesline. And only two and BGUs dogs, can make it through. Dogs dogs on leashes well, this is an issue no i love this i don't know what you're talking about i feel like this is a perfectly respectable way this is a perfectly scientific way i think that blake was trying to solve a problem and that i mean rather than look at how wide the shore is look at how much space um is is in front of somebody's house he took the natural republican strategy which was of how can i make this about me and a woman. <laughs> or no well that too well, exactly but yeah. just like how can i make this about me how can i make this about me and as straight as possible let's i want it to be about me but as in a purely heterosexual sense of it like you know what i mean yes actually i do um, it makes perfect sense so yeah if if you're the kind of person who thinks about everything in terms of like how it impacts them. Yeah, you would absolutely be the kind of person to make your girlfriend go out on date night and measure herself <laughs> on the fucking measure. beach. Um, let's let's close this out with uh, we we have to talk about the Republicans that are running for governor. Um, did you find that lady for me? I did. That weird weird Republican lady. Uh, yes. I sometimes forget that we have um as many Republicans in this state as we do, Rhode Island is so much more purple than we give it credit for. Um, but again, a lot of our Republicans just identify as Democrats. And so it makes it seem a lot more um, democratic, quote unquote. Um, that was all honestly one of the things that was most frustrating when I would talk to legislators from other states is that they had no concept of how bad it was in Rhode Island because all they had ever heard was it was a state that had a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate. Yep. <clears throat> But it's like, oh, no, that can be purely dysfunctional, too. Don't worry about it. Right. Exactly. Uh, so the one that we have now is that Ashley Callis. She. Uh, wow. Did yes. she change her name to that? Or was she just born with the appropriate uh, Republican last K-A-L-U-S. Callis. She is. Well, nail on the head right there. Very blonde. 
She, yeah, she kind of looks like a Stepford wife. She's from Illinois. Um, oh, guys, God. Guys, Why? Stay in your own state. Ruin your own states, people. Stay I get, are. And I get it. It's because Rhode Island is small. And when you're a small fish in a big pond, rather than work on yourself and be better, you're like, you know what I should do? Smaller fucking pond. And the thing is, too, didn't they bring in their new um, head of the GOP from Illinois, too? Awesome. Awesome. That new guy. She's 39. I'm feeling she fine. Came from Illinois. She. Um, and at her fundraiser, uh, yeah, she's requesting cash donations. Kids. Yep. Nailing cash, it. Please. Nailing it. Cash appreciated. That's not, that's not sus. They live in Newport. And uh, can, I don't even know if she can, if she can, can even vote yet. Can you give me one positive thing? Uh. <laughs> The awkward silence that followed. <clears throat> she worked in the medical industry before. I mean, that's not terrible. Maybe she likes helping people. Uh, she worked at a COVID testing center. Oh, word! So she believes in COVID. That's mm, cool. I think probably just for the money. She had oh. like a state contract. Oh, that's not nearly as exciting. Yeah. Well, the point she had a is second contract for management of testing sites for seven point nine million. Oh yeah, I could I could give a shit about COVID for seven point nine million dollars yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, medical solutions. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about principles is you know you have to have them all the time. Um, it's exhausting. So <clears throat> she's not our only Republican option. No, we also have David Darlington, and we have that um that guy's whose mom isn't voting for him. Oh, um... Tom! The Keith? No, Tom I... <laughs> Tom Iannitti! Oh, Tom Iannitti! Remember the, the candidate who retweets his own stuff because nobody else because will? Because nobody else will. Yeah. Oh, Tom Iannitti. And isn't Bill Gilbert the one who hates us? Isn't he... No, he's an independent. Oh, Bill Gilbert, who does car videos his car video guy and he hates us yes Um, well luckily there's there's another republican option for governor dan mckee um oh not tom mckee and i know that you're gonna argue but maura dan isn't a republican but isn't he prove it but isn't he though um jen have you been getting his ads on social media i have not and i'm so disappointed that I haven't, girl. They are delightfully tragic. Something amazing, delightfully tragic. Okay, so the first one I saw on Instagram, and you know the reels on Instagram, like the little short videos that people post. You're looking at me. Oh my god. Okay, so real talk. I don't understand how reels work. What do you mean you don't understand how they work? I don't. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm asking. What? Like, what do you mean you don't understand? You watch them. It's no, like a video. Where? Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So you go see the thing that looks like a little. Oh, I there you go. There you go. It's the thing that looks like a little, uh, like a little play video. And then, so that's how I watch these. Yes. Videos. Okay. So and so now you know what a reel is. I just discovered what reels were. So no, I haven't seen any. Okay. So he posted this photo. It was like in the reels section. So like, I'm waiting for this to be a video, right? right. Is that what reels generally are? Hence yes. the word reel. Correct. Okay. Correct. And every once See, in a I'm while- See, I'm learning too, Dan. Every once in a while, you'll get somebody who just puts like a text post 
with music in the background. Okay. And that'll still constitute a reel because time has to pass for the music to play. So, right. So it's technically a video at that point. Okay. There's no music. (laughs) Not this one. No, nothing. It's just a photo of Dan waving. And at the top, it says, uh, Governor McKee's first year in office. And I'm like watching it. And... I'm, and I'm waiting for the reel, right? Like, I'm waiting for the, it. where's the video portion of this? And now I'm enough of a stoner that I'm like, am I, like, doing this wrong? Did I not? <laughs> is my phone frozen? Like, right, is this me? No, this man, there's nothing, there's nothing on the ad. There's nothing on the ad except for Dan McKee's first year and him waving. No oh. accomplishments, no things he plans on doing, doesn't say he's running again. First of all, first year is what? I mean. First year is what? A, a full year. human man? Yeah, well then, in that case, he's doing a great job. If this is his first full year as a human man, he is making it look like he's totally done it for like two or three years, for sure. Did he do the wave right? It wasn't, it didn't move! That's the thing! It's a stationary fucking photo with the hand his up. dumb fucking staff uploaded to Reels to make my stoner ass think my phone is broken, when in reality, you don't know what a Reel is. And then it just passes on to the next one, and I was like, oh, that was it. I literally saved it on my phone because I thought I must have done this wrong. But I came back to it later and I was like, no, that was the whole ad. I that was the whole right. ad. Now, next one I get. This one at least is a video, okay? Well, you're moving in the right, you're trending in the right direction, Dan. I'm proud of you, buddy, okay? Except this one literally just says, hi, I'm Dan McKee and I'm running for re-election to be Rhode Island's governor. And that was it. Oh. And I have a theory that he has like a a liar liar disease right now. (laughs) And that he can't say anything that's not true. And so he's just stating very simple facts. It was Dan McKee's first year in office. Fact. (laughs) Can't list any accomplishments because then he would Jim Carrey about it and be like, no, okay. I'm Dan McKee. Fact. I'm running for re-election. Fact. As Rhode Island's governor. Fact. And that's all he's got. That's good enough. Is it though? Is it? I personally think you should put in the mistering idea. Hi, I'm Dan McKee. Remember that dumb fucking mistering idea that somebody thought of in the middle of the goddamn pandemic? That was me. Vote for Dan McKee. Fact. Fact. I honestly got like, that was what it felt like was that like he didn't want to lie but there was so little he could say that was true and sounded good that he was just like, let's just, let's just do things that people can't refute. I think I'm going to do that just so people remember my name. I'm, just gonna, I'm Jen. I'm just be like, hi, I'm Jen. And then like that's six it. months later, you send out another one that's like, I'm running for Senate. Yes. Little tiny sound bites every time. And they'll be like, oh, you remember her? That's Jen. They won't remember anything else. And then like later they'll be you like, know, they're running for Senate. There was a senator who did a similar, her campaign manager did a similar thing, Anna Quejada. And she had these billboards that said, who is Anna Q? Huh. And that was it. Yeah, nobody knew. And then it would have the website. And, and it had it. her picture. And then you'd find out. Right. It had her picture. And it just said, who is Anna Q? Huh. And I definitely remember looking it up. Yep. And being like, who the fuck is Anna Q? Now she was a senator. Right. Yeah. There was like enough of it that I was like, I, huh, who I is gotta Anna know. Q? I gotta know. Right, and it worked. So, like, maybe this is a strategy that I've just never heard of. Maybe, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. But I would be fascinated enough with Dan McKay. 
who was in a queue has got a ring. Right. Dan McGee has no ring. Yeah. No charm. It just no doesn't charisma. have the same mojo as who's in a queue. Well, the thing I heard <laughs> recently <laughs> that I've said this time and again. I'm trying to like find like a diplomatic way to say this that doesn't make me sound like more of an asshole than usual. I really don't think Dan wants to be governor. Yeah. Like this, we've all talked about my tinfoil conspiracy that like he saw his poll numbers rising and fully panicked and was like, fuck up everything you can as fast as you can because he doesn't want to be governor, right? He thought that being governor would be like being lieutenant governor. Right. Which is probably enjoyable. Doing nothing. Right. You do nothing all day. Yeah. You go, people take pictures of you. Everybody has to still respect you and shake your hand. But at the end of the day, the buck doesn't stop with you. It stops way the fuck over there. And you probably do like cool stuff, like helping people with their businesses, which he actually likes. He likes dealing with small business owners and doing, I I don't know, just like things that he enjoyed. I think now I think he's not doing stuff that he enjoys. Well, he's not. Right. So like, this was always my working theory, but like I heard from a person who like saw him recently and like is not friends with him enough for this to be the answer that you would give to this question. They were like, you know, how's it going? Like, what are your plans? And the governor, the governor of Rhode Island went, you know, just trying to like hire some good people and not screw anything up too bad. Oh, babe. Oh my God. Oh my God, babe. Oh, that's fucking tragic. I mean, that's me on a daily basis, but I'm like a fucking no one. I'm right. I'm not in charge of the state of Rhode Island. Yeah. Like, I'm like not that's fucking tragic. Just like, just try not to fuck it up too bad. You know how it is? Like, oh, babe, babe. That's like what I want to hear from, you know, the guy who fixes my car, who owns the auto body shop. Like, Good. I want you to hire some good people and not fuck it up too bad. Like, I want you to thrive. Good for you. But That's like, a low bar for the person in charge of, like, a $39 million budget. Right. That's pretty... No, it's way not, higher than that. I'm, good, I've been drinking, y'all. Not good um, for somebody who's running the entire state, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, again, it's, it's a very tragic thing to be witnessing for the duration of this year. Because, obviously, he came in in the thick of the pandemic. Well, not the thick of the end of the pandemic um and like you were right the first time well he had he had so many things in place that were working that he could have just kept in place right how bad at your job do you have to be to not even know how to coast yeah like he went in and dismantled all of the previous things that had been set up to make the pandemic less heartbreaking and overbearing in the state of Rhode Island. When I say the end of the pandemic, I mean the numbers were going down. And if we had kept the same precautions in place, we could have avoided avoided an entire surge. But I distinctly recall that as soon as Dan McKee got there, he was like, fuck masks, let's party. Yep. Because he was already prepping to run for governor again before he even knew that he fucking hated it. He was already trying to make friends with anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers and be fucking shady on all of it. We had no plan right before school started. They had nothing in place. Nobody wore masks all summer. Nobody had any idea. Nobody wore a mask all summer. My family wore masks because my mom is immunocompromised and we're not stupid. But like when your governor looks at you and tells you it's safe to go without one, I fully understand being like, yeah, fuck it. Let's party. Mm -hmm. Um, He, we, we established that Gina had put in place um, a metric by which kids were getting uh, food stamp cards. Mm Mm-hmm. 
to offset uh, the idea that they weren't getting breakfast and lunch at schools. Yep. He canceled those. That went away. And then immediately used that as an argument as to why we should send school children into fucking like vectors of COVID because that's the only place they eat. Well, yeah, it is now. Because they can't. Now that you took away their food stamp cards, yeah, it is. Yeah, now they can't eat. They have to go there. Like you just created this problem. Yeah. And so that was very frustrating to me is that like, I will admit that I gave Gina, I cut Gina a lot more slack because she was building the plane as they were flying, Mm -hmm. as Lenny would say. Um, But she came up with some good protocols to then get onto the plane that she's built and be like, don't need that. Don't need that. I'm sorry. Have you ever built a fucking plane? How the fuck would you know? Yeah. How were you so confident that early on that she was doing it wrong? Like that was, that was what I said about voting for Nick the first time is that I felt like it would be really fucking arrogant to walk into a building and say, I've never done this before, but I'm positive you're doing it wrong. Right. But I, I guess that. when you're a mediocre middle-aged white man, it's super easy that, to just walk into a room and be like, I am the smartest person here. Yeah. And that is why Dan, for me, falls under the category of a Rhode Island Republican in the state house. Because as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't, his words are wonderful. His actions have not shown that he cares in any way about the health, safety, or well-being of any group of people in this state. Mm-hmm. Not one. Like, I can't think of a single group of people that his time has benefited other than, you know, the ILO, ILO. group. Other than, like, that, those four best friends of his that got, yeah. you know, millions of fucking taxpayer dollars. Yeah, they did great. And I think that, I mean, you and I will obviously do this, and I'm sure that Greg will too. Um, <clears throat> I, for one, am going to be keeping a very close eye on what kind of donations those people make. Um to politicians this cycle Um, because you can say whatever you'd like, but at the end of the day, if you get a million dollars from the taxpayer, that makes it automatically easier for you to max out donations to your political friends. So even if you're not technically using the same money, as far as I'm concerned, like potato, potato, my dude, like you wouldn't have had that money to be able to fucking kick back because that is exactly what happened with the chiropractor. Is he got a million dollars in tax dollars mm-hmm. and then every year gave the max a thousand yep. to all the big wigs. So like you can go ahead and tell me that's not the same money if you want to. But like right. at the end of the day, like that's I know it is the same. That's the same money. money. That's money laundering. I mean, if if you want to get real fancy with it, right. like taking legal money and, and, and yeah. turning it into or taking illegal money and turning it into legal money. But yeah. like I'm going to be watching very closely for uh, Mike McGee's campaign finance statements um, and see where it all goes as well as like, as we've talked about chiefs for change and all the operating officers there who keep getting these beautiful million and billion dollar government contracts without having to prove in any way that they know what they're doing. Um, I think uh, we're, we're definitely going to have to do a deep dive soon. Um, I would love to have Marcia Ringland Vassalon to talk about, um, Angelica Infante Green, who promised when, I mean, I, I was in the cohort that that approved the school takeover. And mm. one of the reasons we did was because she promised that if in a year's time when her contract was up, that things hadn't gotten better, that she would step down. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. 
She also assured us that she came from New York City and did this in a public school system that was like arguably way worse than ours. And she said that she didn't, she was not concerned in any way about this being a hard thing. And I gave her a little bit of extra slack because she came in and then literally immediately COVID hit. Right. And I get that that changes it. Yeah. But at the same time, everybody else has figured it out. Yeah. Um, and now we're on year like two or three of the school takeover. And so I, I don't see why she hasn't stepped down yet. That's that's very confusing to me because that was definitely a promise that was made. Um, Interesting. One of my biggest regrets up at the state house, and I maintain that with the information that I had at the time, I would absolutely make the same decision again. Right, because, because that it was, was the information you were given. Well, at the and time. it was between that or the fucking city council, which I'm like, Ugh. you guys are the ones who fucked it up in the first place. Why would yeah. I trust you to fix it? Like yeah. you're. You fucked it up in the first place. They and then you're just have. like, we're going to get it better. I'm like, are you though? Because like, I don't know that you are you capable. That you could. And you right. Yeah. I just didn't think they were capable. And and I will say that a lot of it was her background. A lot of it was hearing that she had done this in other school systems right. that were more difficult than it ours. A like lot of it was, was her easy. level of confidence coming in and being like, yo, I got this. You're the smallest state in the union. Like, right. it's not that serious. Like, I got this. Mm. Um, and then to have it just be this fucking terrible to lose this many teachers, to have the job satisfaction in public schools schools be in the fucking toilet and the kids be risking their lives every time they enter the building not just from covid right. but from like the various ceiling tiles that fall down and smash them in the head like there was a in elementary school in north providence where like all the teachers were getting the same kind of cancer because the building was filled with asbestos Good like god w- there has to be some level of accountability with these kind of contracts um that i'm definitely not seeing under the mckee administration um and I don't know that there was in other administrations, but certainly not right. under the McKean administration. Um, I mean, he, <clears throat> he could do something now, though. That's the whole thing. Eh, but will he is no, the question. Probably I not. No, Probably not. Um, so we've got... We've got guests, we've got guests, we've got guests coming up for you. We're going to be talking to uh, Lisa Peterson about um, some of the safe use bills that are going on at the State House. Um, we have a couple other co-op candidates on deck that I'm very much looking forward to interviewing for our Back to the Races content. Um, if there are specific people that you want us to do interviews with, let us know. Um, you know, uh, send us a uh, message on Patreon or uh, reach out to one of us on social media. You can DM our Can We Fix It uh, Twitter. Um, you know, you have options, absolutely. And and let us know what it is that you're looking to hear. We are loving the interview series that we're doing recently, especially now that we can be in person and get people drunk again. It's amazing. Um, our can- everybody's time. interviews are so much more fun when you're wasted. Now I get why they drank so much at the State House. Now I get it. They had Full a great circle. Time. Although you're not, you know... Your tax dollars aren't paying for this, so. You, well, my tax dollars are. <laughs> um, find us at, can we, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash can we fix it, or uh, our Twitter is the can we fix it podcast. Uh, stay safe. Wash your fucking hands. Just because we don't have to wear masks anymore doesn't mean that you can, like, let all of your basic hygiene levels go, you goddamn animals. Um, and go be a good neighbor. <laughs>